Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 65 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. What is going on, everybody? Joseph Crush here with the boys, the real boys, the true boys, NJ3, the professional. What's up, buddy? Good morning, boys. Um, nothing much. It's going to be a, it's gonna be some hell of a show. That's yeah. all I got to say. Leave it at that. And... uh Today, no longer the bad news, Tom Canale. It's the worst news, Tom Canale. What's up, buddy? Yeah, it's been better. <laughs> yeah, say the least. Nicky Noodles. Nicky Noodles is uh currently striking out looking in uh slow pitch softball, probably. So uh, I'd say what else is new? What else is new? Yeah. So we are recording kicking, on a kicking Sunday. buckets, kicking buckets of balls in the dugout that they've done nothing to you. Warming the bench for the for the other players as usual. Um but yeah, we're recording on a Sunday this week. We'll change the schedule, you know. Shit's got to get done, right? We have lives. Hashtag. This used to be a thing for Peter Rosenberg on his show. Hashtag with a life. We have lives, people. It's a thing, you know. But uh, maybe maybe more to come on on the future weeks for for Sundays. So look out for that. It's it's it'll always be on a Saturday or Sunday. So just just be aware. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Wherever you listen to podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Music, we're all, we're all there. Um, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave that review, five star rating. We uh, we appreciate it. Also, if you can tell, I'm a little congested this morning. The, the allergies are there. It's it's a high time for the grass. What is it? Grass pollen? I'm not even sure. Oh yeah, big yeah. time. The the wife is really feeling it right now herself, yeah. actually. Um, but you know what? We got to get through it. And something that helps me get through my allergies to record a podcast on a weekly basis. Nerd focus. No. Holy wow! Get you know out what? of here. Better than Robert Thompson. Better than Robert. Better than Allegra D. Be- better than Claritin, brother. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a replacement. Tell us more. Yeah, I mean, uh, it may not sound like I feel feel okay, but I feel okay, and uh, the mental c- c- capabilities are there to record a podcast. But Nerd Focus, the ultimate think drink, energy drink combined. Um, I mean, I'm telling you, we drink it every week. And uh, if you okay. go to, we have a link in our bio uh, on all social media. If you go to the link tree or the link on uh, Instagram, click that link, go to that link, use code ND20 for uh, 20% off your order. And uh, I mean, help us out, help yourself out, get through the week. If you have allergies, t- I'm telling you, it'll help you get through your day at work or recording a podcast or whatever you do. And uh, nerd focus, man. I mean, NJ3. Let me listen. Let me let me give you something. Just because you hit me with that, I didn't even realization that I didn't know that Nerd Focus helps with the allergies. But now that I do know, I'm gonna top ND20 and I'm gonna throw a get fifty. Oh, all right. Why not? Listen, you always can use ND20. Always there for you. But you know what? This week, if you want some, get fifty at checkout. Buy one, get one fifty percent off. It's like you're buying two cases and you're paying for one. It makes too much sense, and you got free shipping. Guys, we're in the business to save money, right? That's just what we're trying to do for you. We want to give you extra, and we want you to save some money. Help us help you help us. 
help us help you help us <laughs> i like that uh but like i said yeah there's a link in our bio on social media if you go to our link tree you click that link there just make it nice and easy um use code get 50 if, you, if it's not available use code nd20 you're gonna get some sort of discount there uh but just make sure you click that link that we have provided for you there uh nerd focus energy drink done right, right. <laughs> I <was> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> nice speaking of uh things done right paper champion Ooh. Fantasy oh, I didn't check my scores. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So fantasy wrestling uh provided by our boy Eric James. Shout out to EJ. And uh listen, um, this week I had a slow week. Still in top five. I think I, I think I'm at the four spot. NJ3, I think I checked before you might be in the two spot. Um what the- I, I didn't check individual scores, but you know, you can't it can't always be great. Uh Tommy's still trying to hike up that mountain. Yeah. Um it's it's a tough ride. It's a, it's a long season, so never it's never over this early on. Um, That's you why you make trades like the Yankees. Yeah, exactly. Gotta make trades like the Yankees. Yes, and the Mets. Oh, too. and hey, and the Mets too. Hey, yeah. you got Javi. Got Javi. Got Javi. Um, shout out to Rizzo though. He's uh, helped me out in fantasy Ooh. baseball. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome. He's keep yeah. it up I like um, that man. But paper champion, thepaperchampion dot com. Uh, currently, signups are not available, but you can also follow along with our the current season that's going on. Check out our uh, our teams, our scores, our our factions. Uh, I'm I'm the Russell Buzzards. Shout out to Russell Buzz. Uh, NJ three is the the click baby. Click. And, I am in second place. <laughs> and bad news, Canale is Team BNC. So you can follow along with our squads, our factions. And, uh, you know, just give it some love. The thepaperchampion.com. That's fantasy wrestling done right. But I heard that before. Yeah, you did. Um, Tommy. 35 yeah. points. That's garbage. Yeah, I had, right. 20, I had 25 this week. It was a rough I think I had 20, I saw. Yeah. So. All right. I'm sorry. Rough week. But, uh, Tom, as I said earlier, <clears throat> I mean, we got, we got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, well, not- listen, I don't know. Listen, why don't we do this, right? Okay. I was thinking about it. You guys are the guys. Let me interview you guys at this at this moment, just because I, I want to hear both of your input. Sure. Because you guys have a personal connection with the next segment, I think it might be a little bit easier, Joey, for you to kind of get your real good thoughts out there and Tommy too. Okay. Um. So listen, the news that we're alluding to, if you haven't heard already, if you live under a rock, which I hope you don't, or in a swamp, <laughs> which hopefully Vince McMahon does at this point, or if you're Nikki Noodles, who is more bland and missionary position for the last three decades. <laughs> anyway. Bray Wyatt, unfortunately, in the worst news segment of our probably history of the podcast, was released yesterday for budgetary reasons. Now, it's really easy to kind of get very ag- – actually, you deserve it to be aggravated because it's a character we haven't seen since an Undertaker-type character, right? Someone who's young, who loves a business, who's been in the business, family's been in the business, part of for so many years and decades. He finally got to a point where like, he played such a role – that first of all, he's a moneymaker, so there's that. Uh, second of all, he was intriguing, it was different, there's that. Um, and he loved what he was doing, so like you kind of like the trifecta, right? Everyone won in the scenario, we won because we got presented something good, WWE won because they made money, and he won because he loved what he was doing, right? It was almost like the perfect marriage. Mm-hmm. We sit here today getting news shared by the worst canale. And I'm not talking about – no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there. We, we love Nikki. Um, I'm talking about that he got released. So, boys, let me do this one for you guys. I feel like I want you guys to kind of really hit on this one. Uh, Joey, since obviously you are the uh, the hostess with the most, let me start with you today. Yeah. You know, 
I, I know a lot of emotions must have been running through you yesterday, your mind. Why why not release Tazawa? Why not release our truth? Someone that maybe is just kind of fill and roll. Yeah. How, how do you feel today, Joe? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I said I think I said it last time. Like you just said, uh, if it was for budgetary reasons, uh, there is a, a group of individuals that you could have released to combine that budgetary amount and just got rid of them and kept Bray on. But that, we can say that all the time, right? But um, now it sucks. Uh, Bray's, I mean, if you haven't noticed or known, Bray was my guy since he debuted. Uh, big fan of uh, that style of character. Um, no matter what they did with him, I uh, respected his, just his size, his, his, his moveset, everything about him was like what I look for in a professional wrestler. So he was always my guy. And uh, we haven't seen him since mania. There was speculation going around for his mental health. We don't really know actually what was going on. Um, people are saying that he wasn't a fan of the create. He was very protective of his character and uh, things they would do with him. He wasn't a fan of, and uh, maybe, maybe it was mutual we don't know and for them to come out and say it was budgetary is that official sure um but we don't know um <clears throat> as, a, as a big brave fan it sucks um it sucks right off the bat to hear that your quote-unquote favorite wrestling company gets rid of your favorite character on the show and uh it, it kind of brings me back to like the walking dead <clears throat> at the time excuse me one second <clears throat> You know, it's uh, it really is crazy when when you think back of um, so many failed characters, and yeah. and we've been able to kind of watch Bray just evolve over and over again, and just become his better form over and over again. So for him to be protective, I, I absolutely couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah, the hit, hit, that was his baby, right, Joey? So it was. What, what was that Walking Dead analogy? Yeah, so I'm sorry. Yeah, right? the allergies are okay. I'm not getting choked up. The allergies are just kicking in. It, I could sure. use that as I was getting choked sure. up. I mean, whatever. I know. Um. When The Walking Dead, if you don't remember, uh, they they killed off Glenn, who was like my favorite character at the time, and like I was like just like you get kind of thrown back to that. It's, can you compare it to like them? You're watching your favorite television show and them killing off a character and not knowing why they would do it. So it kind of brought me back to that. For The Walking Dead, I stopped watching after that, which I'm I'm not saying I'm gonna stop watching WWE, but it definitely throws like a wrench in like how I'm gonna like view i've always been very protective of wb as a fan i've been watching it for 30 years and and i've been known to like stick up for them when i probably shouldn't have and and maybe kind of almost been a shill in a, in a way but when you do something like this and, and what they've been doing over the past year uh, of all these releases of very questionable characters on the show you just kind of wonder where their head's at and like do they really give a shit about what we think as fans it doesn't seem that way to be honest so I have my opinions about what I'm going to, I'm still going to watch. Obviously we have to cover a podcast every week. Uh, I'm going to, I'm pretty pissed off. Like as a fan though, I'm not going to come in here and yell and scream and stand my feet. It is what it is. At the end of the day, it's a business, right? So they, they do these things for, for business moves and whatever. There's more than we ever would know behind the scenes of what's going on. But as a fan, I look at it. You're taking away my favorite character on the show it just sucks, man. And uh, seeing him grow from the white when he debuted with uh, Rowan and Harper on the main roster, even before that on, on NXT, to what he became with the Fiend and Funhouse Bray, it's like the guy's limitations are it's endless. So um, I hope at the end of the day that 
he goes wherever he goes. If he's continue wants to continue wrestling, uh, they let him do what he wants to do and let him let his creative mind take over his uh, his character of whatever that would be, and uh, he just becomes the best and kind of rubs it in WWE's face and like what he could do with his potential that wasn't used. And obviously the, the wrestling fan of me, the American wrestling fan of me wants him to go to AEW uh, just because of their platform and the, 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 where, how their shows are showcased throughout the week, like really good time frames. Like if he went to new Japan, it's kind of hard to watch their impact is really on a channel that I have, like AEW makes sense for me, so I'd like him to show up, uh, show up in AEW, and then I, I truly believe that they would let him like take over and do whatever he wanted to do for his character. So, um, without talking for hours about this, but um, which I could, it just sucks at the end of the day. Like all in all, it just sucks, and to hear the reasons of for being a for financial and budgetary, it just it's not something you want to hear as a as a a fan of this guy. So I don't know. Well, Joey, I mean, listen, you, you let it all out. You yeah. poured it out. And I obviously, you can always appreciate your, you know, real and genuine opinion. Tommy, I mean, pretty much a lob up the same question to you, you know, budgetary reasons. They're really seeing I heard it was Nick Khan who actually did it right from behind the scenes. Joey alluded to, you know, what do you know all the behind the scenes? But we heard, you know, he was involved or he was the reason that he was released. Um, I don't know why he has this kind of power to release superstars. I feel like you, if you're going to release anyone, it should be from Vince should be the one to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he may not he may not have to make the phone call or send an email, but you should be the one to do it, right? It's your company. So, yeah. Tommy, take us through when you heard the news. You know, your seven stages of depression. I'm sure. <laughs> how are we? How are we? How are we? How are we doing right now, man? Talk us through yeah, it. Yeah, it's been it's been rough the last 24 hours, whatever it's been. I mean, I remember just yesterday, just watching TV, and I just happened, you know, scroll through social media, and literally the first thing that pops up. WWE releases Bray Wyatt. At first, I thought, oh, no, this is, you know, lying, bullshit, whatever. Then you go to the WWE page, and now nah, it's legit. So it was it was tough to see. And then I sent it out to everybody, and I'm like, what? I mean, at this point, you've got to think he's losing his mind. I mean, but like you said, Nick Khan probably made a decision. But you know damn well. I mean, I think Vince knows what kind of toilet paper is in that freaking that office. You know, he makes a decision on everything. You tell me he wasn't, you know, brought in on making a decision? Come on. It's just I find that very hard to believe. The guy runs basically everything there and just, I mean, like we were saying, I think he was like the number one merchandise seller for the longest time there for so long. And even though he wasn't on TV, I think his stuff was still selling, you know, all his yeah. shirts and whatnot. And just, but hey, we get to see Ava Marie every week, but hey, whatever, you know, so, <laughs> I mean. Different, uh, different, different, uh, or different audience that she's supposed to kind of cover. Yeah, but. but it just sucks, man. I mean, the guy, I mean, like we said. He took, I, we, it was reported that he was taking time off because of the whole thing, you know, Brody Lee. I mean, who knows if that was true, if it was, whatever. But, I mean, just, you know, let the guy go. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, and there was reports that he was coming back probably in August, September. I mean, I was thinking come back SummerSlam, start up with whoever he was going to come back, and then that gets him going again with whoever. But it's just, I don't know. It's not good. All I know is AEW is probably going to get another great, great wrestler to add to their ever-expanding roster of former WWE guys. But it's just. Uh, just, but we kind of, I think we have to. I'm sorry to interrupt. But we kind of have to look at that as like, thank God we have AEW. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. and we've seen it, and whether or not you want, if you're on one side or the other, we we like both, and we have to look at that at this point. While it sucks, WWE released him. Yeah. He has been on TV in four months. Yeah. And before that, how long? And 
for whatever reason that may be. But now we get to if he goes to AEW, we've seen what what they've done with guys that are yeah. or maybe not everyone, but like I just and you got to compare it because just because. But Brody went over there and became a fucking superstar. Yep, and would have been no doubt in my mind heavyweight champion in no time or with like he was on the path of being my I thoroughly enjoyed what he was doing and uh I believe that Bray will go over there or if he does go over there and he'll be let to do whatever he, like he'll have a lot of creative freedom which we yep. know and I, I have no doubt if he does go there that it'll be great and that's how we have to look at it. it sucks like i said your favorite team or your favorite show releases your favorite player it, it's never a good feeling but you have to realize that they're able to go to another team or another show and do what they're meant to do and we can enjoy it there so it sucks but it, it really does suck and i mean we're probably have to wait at least 90 days uh, unfortunately and so we can maybe possibly see bray back on tv but you know, like the boys just said, at least at this point where we are in the, this wrestling landscape that we currently live in in 2021, there are a lot of different avenues. And that partnership and sharing agreement that AEW has, either if they facilitated or if they were asked to jump into the deal, whatever the case may be, if he does choose to come back, he has plenty of suitors. And people will be lining up to sign him to a big check. And he will do very well. And I agree with both of you guys. I think AEW would be the best platform. Just because they have Rampage now <clears throat> coming on Fridays. So yeah. theoretically, they have three shows a week, which is four. You have three shows. Well, yeah, t- technically four. You're right. Yeah. You know, you have to now fill these spots up. And what better way to fill it up with a character like Bray Wyatt, which you kind of don't theoretically have in your in your land, in your, I guess you can say your stable of characters. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have Malachi Black, but I think he's very different than Bray Wyatt, in my opinion. Darby Allen, I think, is very different. Sting is not the old Sting of old. Yeah. Bray Wyatt would do, I think, would do wonders over there. Yeah. So I think before th- we, you talking about right now, just I'm just thinking about the potential is actually getting me excited. Actually, making this whole situation better. Like, you you got to see. We haven't seen Bray in, in forever in WWE, and like the matchup potential and like the what he could what a different style of Bray's character or whatever his name is going to go by. Um, is going to be very interesting to see what and they they have free range. look they just had a fucking death match over there with a, yeah. a pizza cutter like we can probably see a lot more dark from mm-hmm. bray than we've ever seen before so i and that's like again like that's my style that's that's what i like to see so I, i'm thoroughly excited to see what he can do if he goes over there. absolutely so let's hope for that um let's try to stay positive but boys yeah. before we move on from this segment yeah. to know joe you can talk about this all day i'm clocking uh, you right now you are many minutes in i'm just kidding um why don't we end this with like a, a favorite moment yeah. so tommy yes bray's given us so much over the years right give me a moment or two that kind of pop up to the top of your mind that you were just like god i love this guy i mean it's definitely one of the funhouse you know segments that he did i'm not i mean there were so many great ones but i gotta be the one when he brought out the vince puppet okay the devil, you know what I mean? So, yeah, well, he is so, the devil. So. Yeah, I mean, so he's basically, I mean, it's pretty funny that Vince did allow that to be, you know, be done. But, you know, saying like how he called him the boss man and he was feeding him money and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, you know, so. I, and didn't Vince but, voice the puppet or I don't keep me honest? No, did he, it might have been no. Bruce. Bruce Patrick. It might have been Bruce. Okay, I wasn't sure, to be quite honest. But it's pretty funny. Like, it's like, okay, if he's making fun of Vince, I mean, they should somewhat have a good relationship. You know, I mean, if he's making him money, you know, obviously, but yeah, wasn't the case. 
yeah. reasons, but no, that probably is my favorite moment of his. Favorite moment. Joey, same question to you. Give us, uh, let's end this off a little bit positive, all right? Because we're going to think, we're going to see him in 90 days. That's going to be your Christmas gift this year. Yes, it Both is. of you guys. So give me something, uh, give me something that comes to the top of your mind that you loved. Yeah, I think. I know, I know we met him, which is great. That's always a huge moment. But per- Personal moments, obviously me meeting him. I met him twice, so it was, was pretty cool. Great guy um, to the fans. Treat everyone with respect. But uh, on, t- on TV moment, um, I think my favorite depiction of Bray was the original, like the the family, the wide family guy. And the, the promos leading up to his debut when they attack Kane, that's like, that's me. That's what I love. That I love that movie, those types of movies, um, just that style, that like cult type leader. Uh, so that was like his debut. Uh, like for, I mean, as a grown man, gave me kind of like a, an eerie feeling about that that I haven't had since like Kane debuted or like when you see that type of shit back in the day. I can only imagine a little kid watching that in in person or at home. I would I think be a little scared, right? So I I love that. I think the debut of Bray. And uh, Luke uh, Harper and Rowan was was awesome, and like the, those pack those video packages leading up to it, just mm-hmm. it made it so much better. And just a sidebar, when you, his first WWE Championship, obviously, of course, but, yeah. uh, that was great. I popped fucking yeah. hard. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. So well, let's let's hopefully get those pops again in, in the very near future. Yeah. We're gonna stay positive about this. So. Joey, what about Tommy, you? Jo- thank what about you. you. What about For me, you, it's it's tough, right? Because I I you know me, I I love good characters. I love you know, um, different things. So Bray was my guy, but he wasn't my guy. Like he was your guy's sure. guy. So I, I can't, I don't want to pretend like, you know, I'm pissed off because I hate seeing talent go wasted. You know, that I'm, I like to see the whole picture kind of, there. So I'm pissed about that. A favorite moment for me, for Bray. Um, I mean, it's, there's so many, I love what he did with John Cena. Oh, I thought that was just like, so creative so different i love seeing stuff that i never see ever like for the like it's so hard when you're a wrestling fan for like joey's out there with 30 year wrestling fans and wrestling around for more than that when you see something presented to you fresh and that you've never seen before in the span that we've had wrestling for this long it always sticks out to me personally because i'm just like that's what i'm talking about like why can't we be creative what he did with the firefly 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 funhouse match with john cena Something I've never seen before. Dude, we had John Cena in an NWO t shirt. Yeah, great. Like, dude, come on, man. That stuff is just absolute, absolute gold. And I just to to chime in, even like Cena when they wrestled at 30, if you would like the lead up and everything they've done, the lead up to that match, the video package was great. If you would have won that, that would have been my pick is him beating John Cena at WrestleMania. I think they, I mean, I think someone said it on Twitter, I forget which dirty guys, like they messed up four different variations of bray wyatt yeah if you yeah. think about it so like how how yeah. what the fuck they don't deserve him they don't deserve him no they we don't do. they don't we do yeah they don't and he deserves like some sort of god treatment wherever he goes because that guy can cut a promo can work can just do do something we don't see much anymore in wrestling but uh ah, what what can we do right what can we do we don't make the but decisions. We do not. But boys, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And uh, you know, let's try to, uh, I guess, uh, write. Uh, let's write this ship that WWE clearly cannot write, but we yeah. do it right because we actually know what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we love you, Bray. Um, 
So Joe Money uh, couldn't provide a question of the week. It personal problems. It, it, it happens. Uh, we, we love you, Joe. Hope everything's going good. Um, I have a question of my own this week. So for you guys, um, the rumors are stirring. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk going to AEW, right? <clears throat> I want to know. I want you guys to compare uh, the level of uh, star power and excitement or, I mean, granted, going back to NWO when Scott Hall and Kevin Nash went over to WCW, right? We didn't know that it was going to happen yeah. at the time. So we have that ruined already for uh, Punk and Brian going to AEW. I'm not saying they're going as an NWO style, but like for two guys to leave one company or two guys to go from a company to another uh, in, in this fashion, how would you compare? I'll start with you, NJ3. How would you compare uh, the level from Scott Hall and, and Nash going to WCW from a uh, DB and punk going to AEW if compared. I would. Yeah. I mean, I put on right on the same page, right? Cause if you think back to those times back when they were showing up on nitro, listen, razor Ramon was huge. Um, diesel was huge. Right. Um, but they didn't do their NWO stuff yet, which probably put them over the top to where they are. So theoretically you could probably argue that Brian and punk are at a higher point in their career, even with punk being away for whatever yeah. seven years, then Hall and Nash were at that time. The thing that makes the Hall and Nash, in my opinion, going to WCW when they did and how they did it special is because you knew there, first of all, there's no real internet at the time, right? Mm -hmm. And there's no like dirt sheets, like there's dirt sheets. The only way you knew news, if you were connected. So you never thought that the two companies that were in competition with each other would ever, you know, this would ever happen. Like, oh my God, like, is, is this guy from this show on this show? Yeah. When we have now all this, you know, I guess this ability to be able to kind of know things before they happen, which I do hate. Um, I think that this actually would be a bigger deal than Hall and Nash. I know Hall and Nash, I know NWO, you know, kind of almost pushed WC, uh, WWE, Stone Cold. I, we can argue that. True. But I'm trying to say at this point, like of, of like really of the changing of the guard, um, I think with Punk and Brian going to AW now would be almost that kind of changing of the guard because of how big WWE has gotten to this point. Mm -hmm. Where back then it wasn't that juggernaut that could last forever. Now mm -hmm. it, it theoretically can last forever until they say stop. This could be the changing of like a whole slew of fans really start to start keep watching AW and stop watching WWE when you kind of get these two guys. I mean, think of CM Punk broke the fourth wall a way that we've never seen done before. Yep. Like never seen done before. Daniel Bryan had arguably the one of the top, in my opinion, top three biggest WrestleMania moments ever. Mm -hmm. Joe, you were with me. The Thunderdome. I mean, say the Thunderdome. Wow. Oh, shit. The Superdome. <laughs> Easy. The <hope>. Silverdome. <laughs> all the domes. He blew all the roof. All every, every dome that there's ever been, he blew off. No, when he was down in New Orleans and when he won that moment, that celebration, that Michael Cole call, how he was, the confetti, the fans. Daniel Bryan was made at that point. Yep. Like, th that was it, right? That was the pinnacle. They love wrestling so much, and they love, they hate being held down by the machine of what WWE is. They go over to AEW, in my opinion. I think it's bigger than what the outsiders did. It changes everything, man. Yeah. Um, Tommy, I'll throw it to you now. Uh, just compare the, the, the two scenarios and what it could do. I don't even know. I just, it's crazy. I mean, you just got, I mean, you just say the name CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. People hear that. They're like, oh, okay. They're going to 
WWE's competition. So, I mean, you got to think right there. People are going to tune in right away. So, I mean, obviously, I think they might be doing it in September. When, I think it's September when AEW goes to Chicago because, obviously, that's where Punk's from. So, if he debuts there, man, you know, the place is going to go absolutely nuts. I don't know how to bring him in. Does he go against Kenny Omega right away? Does he do this? Does he do that? Who knows? But, um. I don't know, but it could be, I mean, it could definitely be on the level of Hall and Nash, absolutely, because when that happened, you saw, you know, WCW was, you know, always behind WWE back in the day, and then when those guys jumped, the needle completely turned for, what was it, 83 weeks, whatever the hell it was, weeks, yeah. so, I mean, <clears throat> possibly see the same thing here, and, and if WWE keeps making these freaking crazy decisions and releasing people, it could be, it could last a long time AEW getting the ratings you know boost and everything so it's, I can't wait to see how it happens how they use them and everything but it should be fun so I can't wait to see when it happens yeah no I, I agree and I think you know what they just announced in AEW this past week that uh the second week of Rampage is going to be at the All-State Arena so okay and then and then Darby comes out has that promo yeah. I don't know if you guys saw uh, that and, yeah uh, oh yeah says yeah. To, to bring it up best in the world so yeah slight hits Dude, if cult of personality hits on yeah. august 20th yeah. you're gonna hear stone cold steve Austin 1990s reaction out of that yeah. crowd i'm telling I'm, you right I'm now gonna, i'm telling yeah and it's gonna drag me over to aw like they're doing they're doing being the they're right being thing. much cooler i'm telling you if there was no nxt if there's no nxt in our lives right now yeah I, I watch for the podcast, but I enjoy for me personally. Yeah. I would be really much enjoying AW over, over yes. WWE's product. And NXT, listen, I'm not saying like uh, right now AEW has has the top for me, like from what they've been doing. NXT, I hope maybe decides, I know they never did before, to start like going to bigger crowds or changing up the crowds or giving, yeah. them, giving us a little different feel because we're getting the same fans there every week booing MSK and like doing stupid shit. It's like this. Yeah. Not, I don't know, man. I don't like, I don't like it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's really deterring me. I, not deterring me. I'm always gonna watch NXT. I love NXT, and uh, but it's like AEW's being at those bigger arenas and the different fan bases or different style of fans. It's definitely taken over uh, my top spot uh, currently, at least. Um, yeah, you know, it'd be really cool if Punk if he really did go there. He go right into the ring, grab a mic, go to the camera, like hold the camera, be like hi Vince, and yeah. then just then just fucking shoot oh, and go. Yeah. Yeah, the place go nuts. Absolutely, he's like the only person that that I would like be okay with going over there and just fucking talking shit about WWE and like everyone else. It was all like mid carders and like like Rusev and stuff like that. And like it was, eh. but like this will have a, such a bigger feel if he if he went over there and, and started fucking calling everyone out. But uh, do it. Listen, I'm excited for it, man. I know I wasn't here last week to be, uh, be able to talk about it, but um, I don't know. AEW is doing the right things in all in all the ways so uh shout out to them and i mean shout out to wardlow <laughs> where is his tracksuit that he was in this week he looked good yeah. walking he walked ftr out to the ring when they took on santana ortiz yeah i need a little nice, more like wardlow. a little white track yeah it was good it was good yeah, they've been, they been using him on aew dark i mean come on put him on the main the main show now yeah well, well, they need him they need him so they need him for the ratings yeah <clears throat> So yeah, I mean, ha- comparing the two to NW, I mean, it's it's a different different time, uh, and I mean, like you said, Jersey, I think it's a little bigger. I think Hogan kind of made the NWO thing as opposed to Hall and Nash. I mean, Hall and Nash were it, but like, yeah, they if without Hogan, they wouldn't be as big as they were. Absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so a couple of things happened. I mean, I know we, you, I wasn't here last week, so if I do uh, 
go over anything that maybe don't take maybe, my thunder. Yeah. I'm yeah, saying I don't, don't. I don't want to, I, I may give opinions out that you guys may have already hit on last week, but it's just it's something I wasn't able to share, but uh, carrying, the whole, the whole carrying cross thing going on um, Keith Lee on raw. It's kind of, kind of a, a questionable thing that we probably should be used to already with raw. So um, yeah. apparently cross was supposed to lose again to Jeff Hardy this week. Jeff Hardy got COVID. So they threw in Keith Lee. Might be the best thing that could have happened to Karrion Cross. Yeah, but, but look, does it ruin the? They had a story going apparently with Cross where if he he was going to keep losing and, and Scarlet would come up and kind of rejuvenate him to like be the guy that he was in NXT. I think that was the plan going forward. Does this hurt Keith Lee though? By just it's two weeks. Like so, one like why put him against Keith Lee? Keith Lee lost the week before to Bobby, which is fine. I didn't mind that really. I don't understand why they put him against Bobby, but if you're losing against the heavyweight champion, it's not the end of the world. But you go up against a guy, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, it, I question what they think before sending people out there. Was it just for the pop? I don't like for the react. Like it got us like talking, like, oh shit, Cross versus Keith Lee. Maybe ended in like a, 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 a not a no contested match. I don't know. But I just, I worry. Double that, count that thing out. Double count that thing yeah, out. Yeah, man. Fine. Something, yeah. Um, with with the whole thing, Cross was supposed to lose to Hardy again, um, and then essentially bring up Scarlet. Where do they go now? Like, what are they now? They're changing on the fly. What's the, what's the plan now for Scarlet? I don't know. Um, Tom, just because Cross is our guy. Yeah. I mean, we get to see him like that on on Raw, and then compare him to what we see on NXT. And now, it's I'm very confused. And uh, does this hurt Keith Lee at all? I mean, at this point, what can they besides? What can they do with Keith Lee? Can they turn? I mean, just you got to turn him heel, right? I mean, yeah, he's obviously not doing anything as a face. I mean, two weeks in a row, he got destroyed by Bobby, which you know is understandable. Bobby's the Almighty and all yeah. that. I get that type of thing. But Kerry, I mean, the week before he lost to Jeff Hardy. I mean, no, hey, nothing against Jeff Hardy, but the dude's definitely past his prime. So yeah. now Cross beats him, and you know, I, I didn't say it was a squash match, but it was a pretty quick match, I thought, you know, so everything. And he has him, you know, tap out to the cross jack or whatever. And it was just like, yeah, I don't know what they do with him. I and mean, the poor guy, ever since he's been brought up back in what? When did he come up? December, wherever it was last year, he's just been shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, they just don't know how to write for him. I mean, between his entrance music, his attire, everything's just been off about Keith Lee. And this is the first guy, I think, down NXT had, had two titles at one yeah. time. And this is how you treat him? I mean, it's like, what the fuck? I mean, come on. You got to do something better. I mean, he turns heel. I don't know what they do with him, like who he goes after. Maybe he goes after Kofi or whoever, you know, just to make a name type of thing. But it's just, it's not good. Let's <laughs> just say that. It's not good. So. I'm, a, I'm honestly done hoping, like, that, uh, like, I hope that he joins the her business, right? Like, or something like that. Because yeah. we're putting, I'm putting thoughts in my head that probably aren't going to happen. Um, to say the inconsistency with Keith Lee is like, there's just an understatement. It's wild. Um, it's crazy. So I hope again, I hope they figure something out soon, man. I don't know. I don't know what they could do with, uh, with Keith going forward. Uh, cross again, do we, are we waiting? I, I know Scarlett tweeted out patience is a virtue. So eventually we'll see her come up. You got to think they, they brought up, uh, Joe and Cross uh, is going to happen at TakeOver 36, which, again, a totally different Cross down in NXT to what we see on yeah. the main roster. Yeah. Um, 
I guess that might be the the end of Cross if he loses at NXT uh, takeover, and then maybe he officially joins the main roster after, that, and then we see Scarlet and stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, NJ three, Nikki Cross. Speaking of Cross, Nikki Ash, another questionable, potentially questionable booking decision on Raw. Um, she lost to Charlotte in a championship contenders match what we're seeing a lot of now these days yeah. championship contenders yeah. matches um do we have a full definition on what they are no i have no <laughs> idea um charlotte gets a rematch next or nikki gets a rematch with her next week it's like how many times have we said wash rinse repeat with 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 raw man um yeah. and now we're getting the 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 world women's champion just losing two weeks into a run i don't know i don't know uh just at, thoughts on uh, on this process and how be- I I personally think it's hurting Nikki horribly and uh, I don't know what can, what can she do to recover from this. It's hard, right? Because they've already announced for SummerSlam it's a triple threat match for the for the Raw Women's Championship, right? Rhea, Charlotte, Nikki. So pretty much theoretically, they want to do it again with Rhea and Charlotte, but they know that if they do another one on one match at another big pay per view, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna riot. Yeah. Um, so they're like, oh, well, we're gonna throw in Nikki, Nikki Ash, and she's gonna, you know, maybe, maybe I'll steal the title away. <laughs> um, it's tough, right? Because you you don't want to make your champion look weak, um, and also you don't want to hurt the opponent, being Charlotte Flair or Rhea Ripley. Now, with the, with Charlotte, I mean, let's be honest, she's probably the most protected superstar. Period. Mm, okay. Yes. Think about that, right? Not Roman, not Seth, not John, Edge, AJ. Name a couple of the big guys. She is your most protected superstar. She gets wins over wins over wins and gets titles over titles to the point where it's almost obnoxious the amount of titles she's won. And it just feels like it doesn't feel special anymore to me. And I'm not trying to like be a, a Charlotte Flair hater. I just think that the way they've kind of handled her character, they've just done too much. They've just done way too much. So, I mean, you have her lose. You have Nikki lose to Charlotte this week. In my opinion, I think they're going to make her lose again this week. And they're going to like almost like push Nikki over the edge and get her to be like really doubt herself and be this crazy, like messed up in her head, almost a superhero character, which I, I just don't like it. Yeah. Um, just feel like a modern day Hurricane Helms to me, to be honest. It just doesn't feel special at all. Um, how do you save it? I mean, you have to have her get some, not just a roll-up win, not just a just-get-by win. Like, you have to have her actually get a couple wins over, honestly, probably Charlotte and Rhea leading up to SummerSlam. We have in three weeks. Like, clean How much, wins. There's not a lot of, yeah, oh, like a clean, clean win. Yeah. I think the best you can do is you have to have her beat Charlotte this week, beat Rhea next week, and then the go-home show, you know, figure a way to not have any of the three of them lose, but get physical. So we can actually go into SummerSlam with everyone at 1-1-1. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best way to handle this one, where at least you can go into SummerSlam and probably think that she's not going to walk over the title, but at least she had moments where she's looked at least a little bit strong going into it. This is the only way you can really save it, in my opinion. I, I agree. I think it's 100% right. And I like we like know little to nothing about like Nikki's like char- like we know her character, but like what's her finish? Like what what does she do? It's like she she beat Charlotte with the. For the well, she catch the body right off the top body, like what the fuck? Like, well, what? she's flying, right? Isn't that her superhero? She's gonna fly. Like, oh man, I, don't I know, know it's bad. It's not good, Joey. It's not good. It's not good. 
Um, where's Happy Be- for her, but where's yeah, not- sure. Where's yeah. Becky, dude? I SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, she shows up at SummerSlam. That's it. Well, I think I honestly, truly think that Charlotte will win at SummerSlam. Becky will show up at SummerSlam and just have that moment. Yeah, have that moment in Vegas and just set that feud up. But you'd want that. You'd want that payoff for for WrestleMania. But I think at this point, you just, you, you can't play it safe anymore. You can't play it safe. You got you got to like AEW's doing way too much. You got to start. You got to keep pulling out. You know, aces in your pocket when you got them. Yeah. Well, right now they only have fucking like six of clubs. That's all they have. So uh, Becky's like the only ace they have. I don't think there's anyone else. And when they bring up aces from NXT, it's it's shot. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I We brought up Cross and, and Joe. Well, moved to NXT for a second. Brought up Cross and Joe happening at TakeOver. Um, even NXT has kind of been like, I'm like not, I'm happy with it, but I'm not like, super excited as i used to be it's, i think wb in a hole is like bringing me down a little bit but uh i one thing i had that i like that happened it kind of got ruined in the spoilers um over the past few weeks uh was dakota turning on raquel which i thought i mean like from the start i think we thought that would have happened right i think it was kind of like yeah. a or vice versa one of the it was going to happen out of the way um tommy i mean I, we we knew it was we saw the spoilers from the from the taped episode but uh just Going back to watching it live, I, I think it was done well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We got to see. We got to imagine this is going to be the the payoff for Takeover Thirty Six as well. Um, I mean, do we do we see a potential of Dakota taking the reins, or are we kind of just thinking it's just another stepping stone for uh, Raquel to be champion? I mean, I mean, when they came out and Raquel was like cutting that little promo, it was very heelish. So does this make her maybe a face now? That you know, you think because you know Dakota turned on her, you think they make her fake. I think, you know, so I think that's the case. And I think Raquel, you know, definitely holds on to it to take over. I mean, I think it'll be a very good match. I mean, ever since, you know, she became champion, I always had like, you know, little feelings like you see the way, you know, um, Dakota was looking at it, like looking at the bell, like, Hey, maybe this could be me one day type of thing. And the way they played it off, I thought was perfectly, you know, I loved it. You know, Dakota like calling everyone else saying, Oh, is there anyone else to come out and challenge her? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and, you know, no one came out. And I thought it was great how, I don't know if you noticed this, Raquel went on the ropes and you just saw her and the way it was angled and then she got off and then you saw Dakota run in yeah. and kick her. I'm like, oh, that's like, you didn't see her like, you know, like, amp, you know, getting ready to do it. So I thought it was done perfectly in every facet of that and everything. So no, I'm really excited for it. It was very cool. And and the thing you posted, the little similarities between her leaving, how HBK did back in the day. So that was, that was a pretty cool little nod to the past. So I liked that a lot. Yeah, they do. They, I think that it was like you said. It was. I think every every way it was shot and done, and the promos given were, were done perfectly. And they always pay homage to like back in the day, especially when you have Shawn Michaels down there running it. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBK turning on Diesel. I forget if it was ninety six Survivor, one of the Survivor series back in the day. Um, but they have Shawn storming out of the arena, mm-hmm. not talking, not taking questions, and then Dakota just storming out too. It's kind of very, they've kind of like had those similarities between Dakota and mm-hmm. Raquel with the way HBK and Diesel were. Um I don't know. I'm excited for it, man. Yeah, uh definitely. I think it, it was this is like the the big one. It, she's had a few mat like title uh matches leading up to this, but I think this is like the biggest one she's had yet. I think the story is there and everything. So I'm excited for that jersey. I didn't have it written down on here. Um just I just want your quick thoughts on the uh what we've seen so far from the from the breakout tournament. Uh anyone catch your eye? Anyone uh stick out to you? I know I'm kind of throwing this on you now, but it just kind of sprung on my head talking about NXT. Um yeah. any any excitement for this? And uh I'm 
It, you know, it, it, excitement, yes, because we, what we've seen, what we gotten from the breakout tournament before was great. Um, yeah. I like Carmelo Hayes a lot, man. You know, what he did with Adam, I know I'm probably going to be a little bit biased because we kind of saw what he did with Adam Cole for that one segment. It like brought back the ruthless, ruthless aggression thing for us. It was like it kind of hit home. But Carmelo Hayes, to me, seems like the biggest star right now. I think there's a lot of potential for a lot of those guys in there because um, they're, you know, so they're, they're definitely very different than what we have, have right now, which is a good thing. I like diversity. It's nice to be able to have like options as a wrestling fan, right? Because I like someone that you made like someone differently. And it's a good thing because that's what sure. we want, right? But for some reason, like Carmelo Hayes just sticks out to me as like going to be like the biggest star of the whole thing, at least initially, in my opinion. So I, I kind of, I'm, I'm leaning with him just because I just, that match he had this week, he played his character well. You know, he's going up against a big guy. I forget, excuse me, but it's not forgetting his name, but he was like six foot eight. He was a Gibbs, monster. Josh Gibbs or something like that. And, not but Gibbs, he played it, he played it so well. He played off like the big power moves. He sold it well. He got that win at the end. Like it was really well done. He seems very seasoned. It was, in my opinion, he seems the most seasoned from what I've seen thus far. Now we have more second round matchups to go. So that opinion can change, but at least at this moment, he seems to be the one that uh, I'm kind of, I guess, hitching my bandwagon to. I was actually a big fan of um, I I like uh, uh, what did you say his name Cameron Hayes Cameron Hayes right that's his name Carmelo Hayes Carmelo um, Carmelo Hayes big fan of Aussie yes Jones. we love Cameron Grimes we love him we <laughs> we'll get uh, to that segment Joey don't worry shout out to Cameron Grimes um, Aussie Jones is I'm a big fan of Aussie Jones I think uh, big guy could move yeah. good kind of oh came my out god of lightning and, quick yeah kind of an unknown I think he was a former football player so. Uh, I don't know. I I dig Odyssey Jones. Uh, Great name. Yeah, Joe Gacy. Odyssey Jones has been doing dark matches too, so we'll see. Maybe he's a a quick shoot up to the main roster. Um, Tommy, any any thoughts on the breakout tournament? Just uh, yeah, no, just the guys you mentioned. But Gacy, man, that guy's. I think he's going to be the next big star if they, you know, down next year. Like you said, dark matches, whatever. But that's the guy I'm really look keeping an eye on. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Jersey, you mentioned the the Cameron Grimes thing. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's yeah, good stuff. It's good stuff. Him and him and LA Knight are. I mean, they're really really good together. And I cannot wait for them to tag. I cannot wait for them to tag up against G uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. I can't wait. Do you think they could potentially turn this them into like a, a coexisting tag team, or is this kind of like a a thing that? We, is that I feel like they're not gonna they're not gonna coexist in a, in a way that they're gonna get along, but they're gonna they're gonna tag. Um, which is going to be fun because you're going to have the two of them bittering, you know, bitching at each other. Cameron Grimes on the happier on the good side and, you know, LA Knight, you know, being, you know, his character, which I love, you know, I love like the, the douchebag heel. Yes. You know, my favorite things. Um, it's why I like Nick so much douchebag. Anywho. Um, no, I, I don't think it's going to be like that, like love hate thing. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to win some matches and they're going to celebrate. And and then LA Knight's like, no, 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 I I hate this guy. He's my, he's my valet. Like it's going to be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's entertaining for sure. The golf thing. I mean, oh, it was great. Top notch. If you haven't watched, it, go back. Dude, three segments in one show. That's yeah. good. Awesome. That's good. That's if we had NXT paper champion. I mean, you wanna you wanna draft them on your squad. Oh yeah, um, a lot of segments. Um, yeah. NXT is good, man. I mean, for for what we given, don't judge the ratings by uh, by what the show gives because it's a totally different number, man. It's a very great show. Um. Well, you get different things presented, right? And I've I've kind of come to this conclusion where, like, when I see NXT, I want to see more, I want to see more wrestling, more intimate moments, more like, 
like really good storytelling and very connective tissue, right? Yeah. When I watch AEW, I want to see big. I want big. Two different shows. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why I've come to a point where I said this many shows ago, and I'll say it again. I don't compare the two. They are uh, not the same. Yeah. They're not, they're not nothing. I don't think anything's the same on any. any Only they, anything was the same. They just shared the same night for for a little bit of yeah, time. Otherwise, it. not the same product. You're watching two different worlds. Absolutely. Um, moving along in the week, uh, Friday night, Sasha came back. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Welcome back, Sasha. Um, a quick heel turn on our, on our girl Bianca, yeah. though. Have to think it. Uh, yeah, I mean, they weren't going to be yeah. best friends right off the bat, right? Come on. Yeah. No just had a, yeah. When was the last time we saw Sasha? Hundred and like nine days ago. Mania, right? Hundred and ten yeah, days yeah. ago. Shit. Yeah. So uh, more than likely getting her versus uh, Bianca at SummerSlam. Totally okay with that. Uh, I could watch them go multiple times. Um, my thing stuck out to me was uh, the contract signing for uh, oh. the Universal Championship. That was cool. Um, one thing I'm not a fan of, right? So we we, we were going to get Finn versus Reigns at SummerSlam. Obviously not. Would have loved it. Would have been cool. But we knew Cena's here for a reason. So uh, Corbin comes down, attacks Balor. Cena comes down, gets the signature, blah, blah, blah. But now we get Balor and Corbin again. <sighs> I feel like the last time Balor was up on the main roster, that's what we had with him was Balor. And, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's very familiar to me. Um. I don't know, Tommy. I don't know. Uh, I'm happy for Cena and Reigns confirmed for mm-hmm. SummerSlam. I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. It's uh, SmackDown's a different show from Raw. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of things they do as opposed to Raw. But uh, Baylor, Baylor Corbin is that is that the way we want to go here? I mean, the way they were playing it off was like you know Corbin said you know you, you gotta take your shot or whatever. So maybe that was just him. I don't think. I mean, who knows? I mean, it could lead to them at SummerSlam, or whatever. But I think it was just him like taking a shot to like do something. It's like okay. Let me do. Let me go against the universal champion type thing. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what I got out of it. But who knows? Like you say, it could be. I mean, I hope not because you know it obviously it doesn't. I don't think it does any favors for Finn if if that's the case. Yeah. Like you said, last time he was out, that was their thing. But I, as far as that, I think it was just a he was just in the wrong place, wrong time type thing. That's what I think it was. Okay, so, so like a one off, a one off interaction. Okay, basically, yeah. I mean, who knows? Friday, it could this Friday could completely change that. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um. I'll take that if that was the case. And again, Corbin's been doing some top-notch work with this current thing they got going for him. Remember, uh, a few weeks ago, WWE did trademark Happy Corbin. So I don't know if they still are sticking. Again, things change in WWE, so that may change um, going forward. I'm not sure how they would go along with that. So we'll see what happens. Um, Finn's back, which is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not not to the T... The same fin we had in NXT. I see a little bit of the fin we saw on the main roster beforehand. So hopefully they don't go full fledged that way. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um, real quick before we end the show, here, AEW. Uh, I was gonna say. Oh no, yeah. So, I want. I want to give their own love. We. I want to cover WWE quick and then go into AEW and as a whole. Right. Talk about it. Yeah, I would never I say because this week was actually kind of fun. It was very fun. Um, the opening a lot of a lot of stuff the yeah. opening match dude holy yeah. shnikes um the the intro the entrance for the dark order and hangman just really that's stole cool. the show for me man yeah, it was, was great cool. it was like a, it, hit, it hit like like it just happened his heart like it really had the feels man it was good <laughs> hangman dude the guy he's the cowboy guy. shit cowboy, cowboy yeah. shit yep. 
uh, unfortunately, <laughs> loses his title shot. Jersey. I mean, NJ three. Is this? Is this? It, like, I don't. Is this in the? Is this? Do we trust the process with AW? Like, all right, so we're, we're still. It's still new to us, right? We don't know their booking ways. Like officially, we've been, we watched WWE for thirty years. We know how they do things. AEW is still fresh. Like, do we trust that this is within the story, or is they giving taking away an opportunity for Hangman? And now we have Punk, Brian, Christians there. Are they going to give it to another guy for All Out? I don't know. It's a great question, and I kind of was thinking about that myself. I'm like, all right, so Hangman was like the hottest he's been like up to this point. Um, the crowd is so behind him. When you talk about red hot babyface, this is mm-hmm. that definition. Yes. When you look in the when you look in the book in the dictionary, <laughs> red hot babyface, um, Hangman Adam Page. I think. To be honest, I don't think he's going to accept the fact that he lost his number one contendership, like, you know, because he lost in the match. I think that, like, John Silver or one of the one of the Dark Order members are going to kind of, like, push, like, how they kind of pushed him over again, like, what are you afraid to face Kenny, Me- Kenny Omega? Yeah. I think it might we might see that again a little bit. I think it would be very bad on their part to not capitalize on this. But, you know, ha- Hangman will be the first person to kick out of... Uh, what what was his finishing move? The uh, Angels. One winged angel. Oh, yeah. One winged angel. Yeah. He will be the first one to do it when he wins the championship. Yes. Hangman will be the one to take the title for Kenny. I think right now they're probably just kind of just taking a quick step back just to like look at the landscape. Maybe Brian and Punk possibly coming in one or both of them could maybe change this just a little bit, which is maybe why they because they want to like. Think about it, dude. If 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 Kenny's a champion, well, if if Hangman's a champion, Brian comes in, right? Say no, Punk. Say Brian. Brian comes in. Kenny's um, Hangman's a champion. Eh. Yeah. Yes. Theoretically, I want to see that feud. I'd want to see Kenny and Brian. Yeah. I you know absolutely, mean? man. Punk comes in. Whether he's going to be a heel off the bat or he's going to be, you know, he's going to be red hot. Punk Kenny. Yeah. You want to see? You want to see? Sometimes some of that booking of like heel face, it just it's a tale as old as time. It, it works well. Mm-hmm. You want to see that. So I think that's maybe why we're seeing this little, maybe little pause on it. But I, I do think eventually that um, Hangman has to take the belt off him because that's how you book. That's how you, you try to take care of your future stars is you, you don't put a title on Brian or Punk just because yeah. they came in or Christian. Mm-hmm. That can happen later. You take care of your people. You got to establish your people. Don't just pander to your veterans, especially also former WWE guys and you know some of them. I think they may that may just be a play and like like it's a big swerve for the fans. Like, all right, so just say Christian gets the a t- somehow gets the title shot at all out. It's a match that we knew would happen because you don't just bring Christian over for no reason, right? And they've hinted at it before. Christian, well, he's I, got the blade now. Probably he got knocked yeah. out. You know, yeah, but for a couple of weeks, and then I mean, when's all out? September? Yeah, maybe the end of September. Yeah, it might be the end. Hey. I don't know. Maybe middle, whatever. You have, yeah, you have a few weeks to, to make it blade. happen. Yeah, yeah, the blade. Yeah, that's a fa- that's a that's a money match right there. The blade versus Christian. Um, whatever. Um, but I think eventually, like you say, uh, Hangman will be the one, and I think it'll be a a, a match and a, a moment that'll live on. Like it's he's such a likable fucking dude. Everything about him, his personality, entrance, uh, the crowd popped to him. It's just, it, it, it's like amazing. I love it. I haven't been invested in a guy like this uh, since Wardlow. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Wardlow. Um, I don't yeah. know. I, I love the story they're telling with with Hangman. So I don't know. 
all out September 5th, by the way. I was mistaken. September 5th. Okay. So yeah. uh, you never know. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, great match, though. The elim- I love the elimination style uh, yeah, of the cool. show. Uh, the, you can't t- disregard the uh, the elite coming out of Space Jam, kind of corny, but it's playing their Dude, role. I literally watched Space Jam that the, like the day before. It was the craziest thing. Like I, I like, all right, Rosa, you want to watch Space Jam? You know, new legacy. I want to kind of watch it on HBO Max. We watched yeah. it, and then boom, turn this on. Jersey, uh, give her a Meltzer rating on Space Jam. Yeah. Oh God. Um, out of five. You know, oh, Meltzer rating. Well, if I'm giving a Meltzer rating, it would be it would be ten out of five. If I'm giving a Meltzer rating <laughs> because you know the, the elite wore the jersey, so that that's got to elevate the movie. Yeah. Um, Space Jam. Uh, not good, huh? One out of five, maybe Ooh. a two point seven five. Wow. Three, if I'm really feeling generous. It's not the same. It's hard not to compare the two. I know we live in a different age now where like basketball and, and a lot of kids are very much video game people. So like am I spoilers? Am I giving spoilers or not? Uh, I don't care, man. Uh, okay. So a lot of the stuff like Remember, remember, like NBA Jam back in the day. He's getting yeah. hot. Yeah, that yeah. stuff was fun. Yeah, but they kind of like took that style of basketball and like times it, nerding it out by like ten times of it. <laughs> where there's like, um, you know, you get style points. Like they mix like NBA Jam and NBA Street with modern day, um, I guess technology. <laughs> it had good nostalgia, dude. King Kong was in the movie. That's <laughs> awesome. The, the Night King was in the movie. That's awesome. Like, those moments are cool. But the Game of Thrones Night King? Yes. That's interesting. But then, it's just, I know. So, like, those moments are like, oh, wow, look at that. The mask was in the crowd. Interesting. Like, there are cool moments. There was a lot of nostalgia. It does not replace the first one for me. Oh, yeah. And I think it was just a little bit too much. Um. So 2.7 out of five. All right. Well, I think this, we have a new segment for every week, uh, a weekly re- movie review from NJ three. I like there that. You go. Yeah, we'll change right. pace. I there you go. Next one, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the first, th- I'll do the 30 years of Nick Galliotto. And I'll give it a zero. Oh, shit. Nick, uh, this is your life. Um, yeah, this is your life. No one watched. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's not here. So you got to rip on him. He's a Absolutely. little drone. Uh, FCR versus uh, Santana Ortiz, a little unfortunate. Um, yeah, that was, that was gnarly. For, uh, yeah, that was it was gnarly, dude. I watched a slow mo of it. That was a mean crash. Who's that? Yeah. Uh, um, it was on Cash. Cash. Okay, yeah, it was, yeah. I, I get confused sometimes. Um, yeah, Cash. Got I forget their cash. names now from from NXT. I forget their names now. To be I honest, I couldn't even tell you what they what they were. The revival. That was it. No, I know that. I, yeah, I, just, I forgot what their names were. I just can't. It's not coming to me. Yeah, but uh, hopefully he gets uh, healed up soon. Um, a lot of comments on on Twitter really unfortunate. People think certain things, and like Dax had to come out and defend him. Like he was, he could have bled out. Technically, he hit like a really bad like the middle or something, thing, right? Yeah. Like, so, um, so he gets better soon, stitched up, and uh, heals up soon. I'm pretty sure he's fine right now. But just to, it kind of ruined, like you, you cut that match short. Where it was that was a hyped up match for a long time. So, um, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Nick Gage, Chris Jericho, <laughs> Nick freaking Gage, MDK um, all day, MDK. I I love it, dude. I'm yeah, shit yeah. up. He's killing it right now. Like just for from where he was to to oh. where. He's, I mean, come on. The the exposure he's getting from Dark Side of the Ring to the match of Cardona. And now this, eh? now this. I mean, 
God, God bless Nick Gage, dude. Making moves. <laughs> really? Making money oh, moves. Like God bless. Not God bless. Like, I'm happy for okay. him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I meant that when I said it. Not, he's a very God bad man. Yeah. He's a very bad man. He's on the, he's, he's reinventing himself. Um, no, no. Respect all day. Yeah. Good hustle. Shout out to Domino's. I don't know. Do we even like? Uh, <laughs> Do we order a pie? Should they be our new sponsor? That was amazing. <laughs> they lost. Oh, they're, they're getting rid of AEW. So, but Tommy, uh, just your thoughts on death matches in general. I mean, we we had the Texas death match with uh, Moxley and uh, Archer a few weeks ago. Now we get the straight up death match on AEW TV. I'm sorry. I, I called it Dynamite before. It was Fight for the Fallen. I apologize. Um, I get confused. They have so many different names every week. Uh, but uh, just your thoughts on death matches uh, being on cable TV. And uh, we saw a pizza cutter for the first time ever yeah. on, in our lives. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it definitely is different. I mean, I saw some people love it. Some people say, oh, what, what are you doing? You send the business back, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, shut up. I know. Yeah. I mean, if it's a one off thing, then okay, you know, it's definitely different. I mean, see Jericho, you know, pulling off moves that he was doing. I mean, her Quran from the top, that was pretty cool. Through the, the, gla- the glass, through the glass, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was cool, and the whole pizza kind of thing. I was like, Oh, I can't believe they're doing this. I remember, I'm like, Are they gonna go straight deathmatch being there on cable? I mean, if it was pay per view, obviously, they get away with a lot more, but man, I guess Tony Khan greased the right palms whenever they get that done on TV. I mean, that was nuts. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, could you just imagine flipping through and you see this on TNT, like, whole uh, middle of the week, people would be like, Holy, fuck, but hey, man, it is what it is, and I liked it, I really did. I mean. It's just showing Jericho could still go at his age and especially going against that guy. I mean, that guy's just, as we say, he's fucking nuts <laughs> and everything. But no, it was a very cool match. I mean, the whole, you know, going through the, the glass table, everything was there, the the light tubes, all that shit. It was awesome. So, it was I mean, great, man. Yeah. It, it was yeah. such a change of, of what we normally see on a, non, on a non-pay-per-view match. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, Tom, imagine someone scrolling across TV uh, <laughs> and seeing this. And sees a f- Jericho bloodied up a pizza cutter getting scraped across his forehead, and then the transition to the Domino's commercial. That was perfect. Oh my gosh! That what a. I mean, I if I was Domino's, I'd be fucking thrilled, but they apparently weren't. Um, and you have the rumors that WWE contacted Domino's or someone. Yeah, that's come on, people. That, that's You're a reaching here. That's all. Yeah, that's a little much. For I'm me. not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to talk about it. Um, but I think the idea of having death matches every so often or a really hardcore match like that it brings us back to like i mean i don't think it ever got that hardcore um in the attitude era but i'm saying like ecw style stuff like that's i'd love to see that um nj3 i'm gonna stick with this but kind of go to your realm here uh labor number three was announced Hoovy. Oh yeah, hell yeah! You were a WCW guy growing up. So Absolutely, Hoovitu yeah. Guerrero was my favorite luchador back in WCW. I'll say it right now. Yeah. No disrespect to Rey Mysterio, what he did—he's an absolute legend always. But when Hoovy was on the, he was my guy. Like that was it. Yeah. So the fact that we're gonna be getting Hoovitu Guerrero on 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 television, I'm, I'm super super excited for it. That's great, man. Um, I haven't seen him. I have not kept up with him. So to be honest, I don't know how he looks. Yeah, me, I don't know if he's been wrestling. I don't know if he looks like Conan right now or if he looks like Rey Mysterio right now. So I don't know which version. I don't know what we're going to get. But um, I'll tell you this. Kudos to what they're doing. I mean, this cross, like this crossing of 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 superstars and, and companies and old and new and just like who came up with this five labors of Jericho? Like, this is great. It's great, dude. And- you elevate Sean Spears. You bring in Nick Gage and you you cross that over. Now you're bringing back Hoovitude from the W, like paying homage to WCW. Like, 
dude. My my question was, I was going to finish up. Yeah, we know, we know MJF is going to be labor five. I believe that's what that was confirmed in that original right. uh, labor four. Um, CM Punk. Could you imagine? <laughs> I, was, I was hoping someone. This is uh, you can't hope this, but someone said hey, this would make so much fucking sense, but it would never happen if it was KO. Like somehow they fucking worked the deal with WWE and like KO came over, or he was labor five. That would be that would be the ideal thing. But like, imagine, dude, it would obviously it's not gonna happen. But the idea of that was like genius. I was like, if KO was a free agent or oh didn't work for God, WWE, dude. it w- it would be KO. Yeah, and imagine I listen, KO, love him. That's gonna. Ha- I I have a feeling down the road, KO leaves WWE just with all these things going on. But uh, someone said like Lance Storm. Uh, that was pretty cool. I don't think he's really an active wrestler, but they have the past, the history. Um, yeah. You can't. Dimalenko's not in good shape, so he can. Yeah, do nah, it. I, mean, um, yeah, I mean, who could it be? It's gonna be definitely interesting. I'm. I, th- this, but this, but this is why it's so good because yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah. We're fantasy booking. Yeah. This is great stuff right here. Yeah. No. If, uh, fantasy booking but like to to something that could actually happen like we're, when you fantasy book WWE, it's like uh this is a whole wishful thinking it's not gonna really happen but uh i don't know man i love this 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 storyline that's going on uh we're gonna get mjf versus uh jericho down the road as labor number five but the speculation i just love it it's great man uh mm-hmm. aw is putting on some top-notch stuff right now um just a quick hit before we go to mvps the archer match versus uh, i don't know his name but the uh, the girl, the destiny match. He, uh, I mean, it is what it is. The crossover itself was cool, though. Seeing a bullet club member on AEW, uh, I did see, I think last night or this weekend, uh, the Good Brothers won a tournament to, uh, or won some sort of match to be number one contenders for the New Japan Tag Team Championship. So it's like things are happening, right? We're, we saw Jay White show up in Impact a few weeks ago. We we've seen all these things like they're obviously all working together. Where the tail end happens, like do we see the full bull club eventually come over to, to AEW? Do we have the elite versus the bull club happen? I think it's it's potential. It definitely yeah, the room is there. So I like everything they're doing right now. Uh, we don't know who's gonna show up. Uh, it's 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 pretty cool, man. I don't know. Um, and being King Haku, man, that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, Haku, dude, fuck, that was, that was awesome, cool. man. That was cool to see. And again, involved too, it was pretty sick. So. It's great. It's all good stuff. They they know what they're doing over there for for being such a an early on company. They're they're hitting all the spots. Um, I mean, I I wish I think next week we just talk about AEW and uh and and maybe NXT, maybe a little SmackDown. You know what? Fuck Raw. I think you know what? After this, if I can, if I could title an episode anything it'd be because like i associate vince with raw more yeah. than anything else it would just be fuck raw that would be the name of the the, the title of the episode but i'm not gonna do that um I'm not, I'm not that bitter fan but uh with with somewhat of a somber week um with that big topic we talked about in the game beginning with bray uh we're gonna do our mvps of the week this week um there is there was good to to this week in wrestling but uh tommy bad news yeah. Who's your MVP? MVP. It definitely wasn't Vince McMahon, I'll tell you that. Um, uh, I what the hell? I'll go with Nick Gage, the death match on AEW. What the hell? Go with him. You and you throw in last weekend with Cardona too. He had a nice uh, little double down. So I mean, uh, it's kind of within the same week. Yeah. Uh, ah, good for him. Uh, MJ three MVP. Oh, Dominoes. <laughs> I mean, you're telling me that those those orders did not go up. 
from some of that AEW crowd when they saw like when that commercial came through and like, you know what? I'm hungry. That was going to hit the spot. Yeah. Um, all jokes aside, Chris Jericho. Uh, I think what he's done in these first two labor matches and what he's going to do with Hoover to bring him back like an old rivalry, something that you never thought you'd see in today's age is just he's 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 operating on a different level right now. He's absolutely operating on a different level. And I think, you know, what he did with Nick Gage was just him being the painkiller and uh, you know, he took a he took a beating. Mm. And the pain maker. <laughs> pain maker, right? You said yeah. painkiller. Oh, that's a, that that's, a that's a DC that, guy. That might have fit well with Nick Gage, but I mean Yeah. That's Sorry, it's a DC that's a DC guy, my bad. Okay. Pain maker. Um I I just I just I really gotta tip my hat to Jericho. He just keeps continuing to give us more and better and more and better and he just it's great it's just so enjoyable yeah nah i respect that uh i i was thinking i had nick gage as my guy i'm not gonna double down but i think uh like dakota kai i think would be my mvp this week i think that the heel turn on, on raquel is gonna really I'm we have mommy cool yeah big mommy cool we haven't seen like dakota get uh, a super push and i know it, it might just be a one-off uh uh, championship match with her and Raquel, but I think there's potential here to see what could, what she could actually do uh, as as a main player. So I'm I'm hoping the best for her in that run, in that in that feud. And uh, I, even though it was spoiled, um, by I didn't know it. I stayed yeah. off the dirt. Well, yeah, I know. We told. I gave you the heads up. I know you. Like I appreciate it. it. Oh, and Rich Holland was back too. Shot. You know what? Rich Holland's yeah. MVP too. So yeah, was welcome cool. back, Rich Holland. Coming Who is going to be the third guy with Tommaso Ciampa and uh, and Thatcher? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Hogan. We know it. Come on. <laughs> Third man. Um, yeah, Rich Holland and Dakota Kai cool. are returning and a, a nice little turn there. So uh, shout out to them. NXT always doing good things. Um, Nicky Noodles, where are you? Don't know where you're playing baseball. You're playing softball. What are you doing? Come on, boy. Uh, episode 65, boys. Thank you for everyone listening, for joining us this week. Uh, like I said in the beginning, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon Music, wherever you download podcasts. And uh, as always, take care. Stay safe. Watch for wrestling.